I was bam, we're live. Good morning, Chase, Jamie, Corey, Saint Spiegel, Kyle. Good morning. I was uh, I was watching um, Nate uh, uh, Caleb. Hi, good morning. Uh, I I was watching um, yesterday's or no yesterday after the show. I was uh, cruising around on YouTube and I was going to different people's accounts. And I noticed uh, um, Nate Edwardson made a post saying he's taking three weeks off, that this is the slow time of year for CrossFit. And he said he was going to focus on his other channel more. And I'm like, I wonder what his other channel is. And uh, I found it, and it's a golf channel, and he is murdering it. I think it's Nate Edwardson YouTube. He is absolutely killing it. He only has like 15 videos up. He, it looks like he just started it, but dude, he is killing it. And so no matter what you think of Nate, you get to see what work ethic, habits, practice turn into. He honed this skill and this presentation and these speaking abilities and these editing, editing abilities, and he did it in the CrossFit community, and he's jumped over to golf, and he is slain. So hats off to Mr. Nate Edwardson for uh, doing it. Fuck. Uh, this morning, Alex Stein is coming on. I think he says he is. I don't know why certain guests. I just think maybe they'll um, no show. I guess maybe once you once you do a show with me in a car, I'm always suspect of you. Jim, good morning. Audrey, good morning. I think it's Audrey. I started following her. Uh, uh, Jeffrey Birchfield. Kat, good morning. Looking forward to having you on the show. Christine Young. Ken Walters. Miss Michelle. Uh, God, I hope he's not driving. I don't like the driving thing for some reason. Although yesterday's went uh, pretty well uh, with uh, Mickle in the uh, car. I thought yesterday's podcast was very interesting. I thought it was a... I thought it was a uh, at around the twenty minute mark. He went through some sort of transformation and realized that this was going to be a real conversation and real talk. And the whole yeah. podcast just took like just got elevated. It's cool because I think people yeah. think on the show. Yeah, you saw that too. Yeah, I noticed it too because I think I came in like ten minutes late or something, and then I was like, "Ooh, this could be tight." And then, like literally ten minutes later, he was telling stories about riding his bike down Santa Cruz and shit like that. It was really cool. People come on the show. I I mean, I'm just making this up, this narrative. I don't know if it's true, but I think people come on the show and they have this expectation that it's just going to be like a normal podcast. And it is a normal podcast. It's just that there's so many people out there who don't get past, I guess, the veneer of themselves. And so then the guests can't get past their own veneer. I don't know. It doesn't happen every time. It happens a lot on this show, I think. Uh, Tyler, get the soft white underbelly guy sometime. He reminds me of you. I'm not sure who that is. Send me a DM. Uh, Why is there a 2022 U.S. election banner on this video? Uh, Do you know what he's talking about? Um, I, I want to show you this video of uh, 
Mr. Steinmade. We'll play. We'll play. Uh, it, it's with a guy who uh, was scheduled to come on the show a couple times, but for some reason it keeps falling through. It's so hard scheduling with someone when they'll only communicate with me on Instagram, and and this guy uh, Bryson won't let it go to email or text. So the the scheduling is so difficult to do with them. Okay, let's check this out. This is a video Alex Stein was in recently. Bryson aye, Gray. Aye, aye. Hey, hey. Somebody got to do it. Somebody got to do it. Got sold. Hey. Bryson Gray, Alex Stein, let's get it. Hey. Hey. Oh. Oh. I got everybody mad. Y'all ain't fed up. They got y'all kids watching drag. And they like strippers while them kids give them cash. Teachers tell them they can change genders and class. Oh. I got everybody mad. Y'all ain't fed up, they got y'all kids watching drag. And the lights trippers, why them kids give them cash? Teachers tell them they can change genders and class. They say, why you burn a pride flag in your video? Boy, I'm Bryson Gray, I'm not Lecrae or Andy Minio. That's not a diss, just the truth. What you tripping for? I preach the Bible, what else would I be in it for? We told y'all about them slippery slopes, not even Disney woke. Hate speech to tell them the truth, but they gon' listen, though. Have you ever read Romans 1? We're about the ending, though. Talking about living, let live. Y'all let them in a go. This is called righteous judgment. What type of parent let the son dress like a woman? I used to think I was Spider-Man. I wasn't. Y'all think it helped him a lot, but it doesn't. Hey, it's going to get worse until we fight back. GOP promoting trainings now. I don't like that. His kids lost on the wild path. Get on the right track. Proverbs 17, 15. Go recite that. Ooh, I got everybody mad. Y'all ain't fed up. They got y'all kids watching drag. And they like strippers while them kids give them cash. Teachers tell them they can change genders and class. Ooh, I got everybody Everybody mad. Y'all ain't fed up. They got y'all kids watching drag. And the light strippers while them kids give them cash. Teachers tell them they can change genders and class. Ooh. Yo, Bryson Gray. Why they gotta turn every kid gay? What's wrong with the people today? And you know a homie don't play. And I'm not going gay. I don't care what the media say. I'm so sick of the dancing. No, y'all better not be prancing or being a thong in front of a kid and his mom. You know that it's so wrong. That kid should be playing Donkey Kong, not looking at a man in a thong. Y'all, this is so sick. And you know y'all better quit. You know this is the truth. When I spit up in the booth, I'm prime time, number 99. And you know I grind and shine. Bryce and Gray ain't going gay. Not tomorrow, not today. And a homie don't play. We will call you out. And you know I scream and shout. And you know I got that cloud. I'm a pimp on a blimp. And I can see it from outer space. Don't do a drag race. You are a big disgrace. Stop all of it right now. Before I have a cow, you making me super sick. You know you better quit. Booyah. Bryson Gray, Alex Stein. I think it's Alex Stein's first rap video, although I wouldn't bet my life on it. Pimp on a blimp. Uh, the, the line in there that I'm proud that I know is when he said, I'm not Lecrae, but I'm Christian. Um, I, I've... Lecrae's a rapper. The only time I've ever heard that music play is when I visited uh, Mayhem uh, a few times. That's what the that was the rap music. It's kind of like it's clean uh, Christian rap music. So, um, yes, Bruce Wayne. Oh, oh, really? I don't know. I, I liked it. 
I'd warm up to that. I played that. No, Caleb. Uh, Bryson's Bryson's part was really good. I'd play that in the garage while I warm up. But I'd play that. Why? Why is um uh, Alex Stein rapping with his eyes closed? I feel like he's just always when he smiles, his eyes are always closed. My name's Sivamatosian. I got a big nose in. It's really good smelling something. Oh shit! There's wow. people listening. Yeah, that's okay, good. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. I learned from Eminem. You can make any words rhyme that you want. Uh, I got Victor. I got Tom McDonald vibes too. There you go. Man, Tom McDonald is getting at it. He is getting at it. Okay. Um, I don't know if you guys have been following Alex. Is Alex coming? Maybe I should ask Alex if he's coming. Should I just call him? I feel like it's that kind of situation. Let's just, let's just call him. Uh, oh no, I should, I FaceTimed him. Um, go over here, Alex Stein. <laughs> Can you guys hear it when I do this, when I just hold my phone up? Yes. Alex, hi, good morning. I'm here with Caleb. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Well, shit. Hey, you know what that means? If if we reschedule them, that just means that you guys have to... Um, that means you guys just have to uh, listen to that rap video again. What do you guys think of the thumbnails I've been doing? Huh? Huh? Pretty slick. I'm like learning. Nice. I'm learning. I like the dumpster fire today. I'm That's learning good. some shit. Hey, we double scheduled today. You put it up on the calendar and I put it up on the um, calendar. Sevon, I wish I wish Sevon would adopt me. I wish I had a tent in the back you could live in. Just live under the fruit trees. Yeah, you could you could do that. My dog poops in the backyard. I'm pretty, um, as you guys know, I'm pretty fastidious about uh, picking it up. Caleb, I'm sending you another email. Guess what it is? Um, live calling notes. Damn, you fucking good. You good. This oh, used Heidi to scare the shit out of me, people. Do you understand that? Say that again, Caleb. Heidi has a tent, so she's good. Oh, all right. Yeah. Bring it. Heidi has a kid too, right? Mike, that's awesome. You would add value to this house. Kids add value. Uh, live call in. Um, what's today? December 21st. December 21. Yeah, this used to scare me if a guest didn't show up. I, I was actually, I'm getting ready to go on a podcast uh, with another person. And I don't, I don't really like to do that. But I've been on this guy's podcast before, and he is a great host. Well, he kind of makes me – this guy actually makes me nervous because he doesn't talk enough, so he gets me to talk a lot. Mm. It's the coffee, coffee coffee, coffee, uh, pods and wads with Pedro. Oh, Pedro. But I asked him why he doesn't go live, and he said uh, it just freaks him out a little bit. And I remember that at first when he said that, I was like, no, it shouldn't freak you out. But I remember that. Uh, I really want to hear Andy and uh, Sevon and Andy Frazella. Yeah, that would be cool. I've reached out to him so many times. 
Mr. Rhodes, I'm already one of Savon's dependents. Uh, rewatch behind the scenes 2016 games. How was that? The young Savon. Uh, okay. If you should, should, we'll, we'll do um, all my friends down below. You see a banner for vindicate vndk8.com to get all your uh, seven podcast gear. I honestly don't understand how I'm not filthy rich because I really do think these shirts are so cool. All my all the events I go to, all my kids' events that I go to, all throughout the week, all the classes, everyone just thinks this is my uniform, and I guess it is. It's all I'm I wear addicted. Here, I'm addicted to the show. I hope you're talking about this show. That's all you wear too. Mm-hmm. How many do you have? A lot. How many shirts do you have of this? I probably have like five CEO shirts. Oh, good. That makes me happy. Um, and I uh, so and, and the other thing is is you could go to um, I don't know how long this is going to last, but you can go to um, Gabe's Coffee Shop, Paper Street Coffee. Don't spell out street and use the code word Sevon. And. Uh, you know, I don't think there is a code for the shirts. The shirts we try to gouge you as much. There is? There is a code. Oh, well, there shouldn't be. We should just be gouging you. Shirts are too cool. And and this this thing has like a cool texture. I, I, I really, But it's not like stiff. Um, and uh, so, so you can go over to Paper Street Coffee, P-A-P-E-R-S-T coffee.com and you can get, I think it's 15% still, which is crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, great supporter. Um, oh, you know what? Are you following that FTX thing? The crypto like downfall? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Not super in-depth. Yesterday, I watched a commercial that Shaquille O'Neal did for FTX. Where he's like, we're making Bitcoin accessible for everyone. We're making cryptocurrency accessible for everyone. And I'm all in. And so now they're thinking about like, um, you know, drawing him up on charges and the Clintons and a bunch of other people who may have been like supporting FTX, the list of stars that supported it are crazy. And Shaq saying, Shaq saying, um, no, no, no. They just paid me to say that stuff. They just paid me to say that stuff. I got into it with one of my friends the other day and he goes, you do that. You'd say anything for money too. No, actually I, I wouldn't. You guys know exactly how I stand on paper street coffee, the clothing and my, uh, ultimate sponsor, uh, uh, California hormones. I'm not. I'm not all in with California hormones. I'm not. I'm not taking. I, I'm completely honest with what I what I say about them. Yeah, but I agree. Dave Weed, crypto is de- is dead. Buy Lego. It's probably smart. I don't know where Lego is at now, but fuck, what in a powerful company they are. They've reinvented themselves a couple times and killed it. And um, why is it okay? for Shaquille O'Neal who stands for nothing to lie to you and yet you still watch the NBA but you're upset at the liver king because he stands for something that saved his kids lives but he also did steroids I think anyone who watches the NBA who thinks that uh, th- that has issues with the liver king needs to rethink themselves I don't know how you guys sleep at night with those inconsistencies going on in your head how do you you know what that does that fractures your personality it makes it so you can't go deep. You're not being honest with yourself. You're not, you're not, fuck being honest with other people. Just be honest with yourself. 
like, like the abortion thing. I'm conv- be very honest. I'm pro-choice, but yet it's killing babies. It's absolutely fucking insane. But I cope with it. I deal with it. I saw a clip of a really young Sevon and an even younger Rory. I, I, I think in, in my mind, I could make myself young again. Just shave off the beard. Should I just shave it all off so you guys can see what I look like? It would look weird to throw us back to like a year ago on the show. Comb my hair to the side, put my vest back on. I still have all my vests. Corey, good morning. Morning, how are you? Good. Uh, I appreciate, and I know we don't pay you much, but I appreciate you calling in um, every single day. Um, That's what it's called, right? A live call-in show? Yeah. And so we're supposed to call in, right? I want to be completely transparent. (laughs) We pay Corey $5 uh, um, for every show he calls in. That's more than Caleb makes. Um, And it comes in on on a donkey. But Caleb is part of an equity program. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So, um, I, you're talking about the FTX, right? And why we're so stupid. Um, how we can't see it. it's almost like a double entendre. We, we let the liver King get away with this until we find out he's on steroids. But as soon as somebody talks about FTX, we let them slide because they're rich and famous. I don't know why we let them slide. And he lied. He's not all in. Now he's like, no, no, I don't, I'm not involved with them. They paid me to say that shit. Meaning you could just pay those people to say anything. The worst is the worst is the rock. The worst is the rock. The liver King is talking about organs. The rock is selling you tequila, energy drinks and ice cream during the pandemic. It's not even good. Mm -hmm. What'd you say? It's not even good tequila. It's not even good tequila. It's a fucking nuts. And and he looks like the and he looks like the people who should be least drinking it. Those melanated folk. He's half Samoan, half melanated. And let's not mention that he's roided up also. Yeah. He is really cool. But here's here's my stance and what I wanted to say. But remember I called in like two well, probably six months ago now, and I told you my daughter was forced to wear a mask and you were saying to the audience that any parent who made their child put a mask on was fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I got some, pro- I got probably some, your I words. got some heat from, yeah, but I was pretty harsh about it. I, I felt almost bad for it. Cause I got some heat from some family friends. And cool. that's when I called in and I, I told you, I was like, look, I, I didn't want to put, I, I refused to wear a mask at ECU the entire time and I was waiting for my time to be canceled somebody to take a picture they never did but I never put a mask on ECU that's the college you teach at yeah okay and I didn't want to put a mask on my child and I I basically cussed out the principal at her Montessori school Uh huh. and I I felt almost forced I know I wasn't forced but my daughter when I told her he, she couldn't go to school for a week cried saying that she had so much fun at school right and um, please take me back. And the only way she could go back was wear a mask. Okay. But my point is, I think we have to give some of these listeners and you know some of the people time to wake up. Like we 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 tune into you because we're trying to get some some advice to gain our new narrative. But not all of us are at a point where we already see things clearly. So you're saying my approach should I should try not to alienate people? Don't just um, I no. Should, uh, I, I don't. I don't think you have to change your approach and, and I don't want to tell you, I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I maybe think give a little bit of grace that we are here to try to wake up um, as, as best as we possibly can. And I think a little bit within our own time, but 
yeah, don't don't alienate us, but at the same time, be be you. That's why we're here. Fair. Um, but we just need a little bit of time to wake up, and we're trying the best that we can. I think. Fair. I love the civility in your in your thinking. Well, it's it's it boggles me. I went to see my parents this weekend, and my dad's sixty three years old, and he was in the military. We already know for thirty years, and I was telling him, you know, I don't eat seed oils anymore. I don't eat sugar anymore. Um, I got my CrossFit level one. I don't drink alcohol. I don't smoke. I do a lot of things to be proactive. And I wasn't going to let anybody stick a needle in my body or in my child's body because I see things more clearly. And my dad at 63 said, yeah, but I don't feel I had the choice. And I was at, um, I was at risk because of my, you know, my previous lifestyle and of my age. And it got me to realize not everybody's going to wake up. Right, right, and right, it, right. It kind of scared me. My dad, my dad scared me because even he doesn't see things clearly, unfortunately. Yeah, it's just, we're, um, we're trying. I, uh, I, I, I saw this thing yesterday. I, I've been watching a lot of um, homeschooling people on Instagram. And basically, I, I really do believe, I mean, the way our school system is set up, I'm starting to believe that that really was the indoctrination camp that you're just told, believe this, say this, think like this, remember this. And so we are, we start to learn. It's like if all you ever played was checkers and then now someone's trying to teach you how to play chess and just you, mm -hmm. you're struggling. Oh, let's go to something we all know, the pull, pull up. People struggle to understand the value of keeping pull-ups when they first come in. I'd say 99% of us CrossFitters thought the keeping pull-up was completely ridiculous. Because we just can't make that shift. We've somehow put it into our identity and our belief systems that it has to be this slow, strict pool. And they don't see the value in, 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 in the variance. And, and I mean, you guys saw, I had that guy, Nick Gulo on the show and he talked about the importance of being a critical thinker. And six years ago when um, he was uh, struggling with the media, he talked about how shitty the media is. And yet he was hook, line and sinker. He's hook, line and sinker with Biden and taking, you know, the, the five boosters. And so that's even become an automated thing for people to say, I do critical thinking. I don't even think people know what that means. Critical thinking. Is there, can I see the definition of that, Caleb? But I appreciate your, I appreciate your, um, your reminding me that, Hey, it's a, it's, it's a process to wake up. The hardest part about waking up is, is, is I'm letting go of who you, who you thought you were. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all. I mean, yeah. at least for me. And I think it's like that for everyone. I think all of our brains are kind of the same. It's really hard realizing that it would be like critical thinking, the objective analysis and evaluation of an issue in order to form a judgment. Um, the problem is, is those people, maybe critical thinking is not a good word. The problem is, is people aren't, they don't have the tools to ask how to critically think. If you don't have metrics or measurements or understand the true definition of words, I think people are using their analysis, but they're, but they're not using it with information that's um, the lowest common denominator that's not grounded. Like, like, listen to this one. It's uh, this one. The, the leading cause of death for kids is uh, gun violence now. K kids dying from guns. That's the leading cause of death I read the other day. No, but, but actually, it's not. The leading cause of death for kids in the United States is being born. And then the second <laughs> leading cause of death for kids dying in the United States is abortion. And furthermore, mm -hmm. if you were to – let's say you were to stop all gun violence, right? 
uh, well, heart disease and type 2 diabetes deaths would skyrocket. They would go up because those people would then die from those things. And so you have to think, what is the low – getting rid of guns does nothing. It, it, it just it, – it does nothing. If, if, if you really are sincere about fixing the problem of people dying prematurely, what would be a better choice of trying to figure out a way to uh, make it so that couples stay married longer? incentivize that figure out how what what we could do to support that then we could reduce all the metrics of kids dying early heart disease type 2 diabetes myocarditis it's funny that i say that uh, gun, uh it, everything you would you would reduce everything abortion deaths all that shit would could go down but no one no one really wants to think and they don't have the skills to th to even think like that to scratch it but it's, it's just it's just taking an objective look but you're taking an objective look from your current stance. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, and, and to re, and to change that stance, you have to contextualize and use relativity yeah. and use relativity and make sure you understand what words mean. Yeah, and no one wants to do that. No, not not That's at crazy. all. Not at all. Unless unless we wake up, which we're trying to do. Yeah, it, it, which means that you have to forget who you are. You have to you you have to change. You are just your perception. You you are just your perception of the world. By that I mean your perception skills. And so the, that's really hard to let go because, because it's a little death, right, Corey? It's a little death yeah. and death is scary. Well, it's like admitting the first step to, you know, an alcoholic is admitting that you actually have a problem. Right. No, no one wants to admit that they're at fault or they're not thinking clearly. Right. Like you say, you're killing a little bit of yourself and that's one of the hardest things to do. Go look at yourself in the mirror and say, I have a problem. No one wants to do that. Um, but those who do are, are better off for sure. And, and the people around you want to, they have to change if you change. And so even though they might not be bad people, they don't want you to change. They don't want their fat friend to lose weight. They don't want their alcoholic friend to get sober. All right. Well, uh, you got another call in show on Saturday. So I'll call in then Beaver. Thanks for your service. Devon, yep. talk keep, to you later. Keep making that money. Okay. Good talking to you, Corey. Bye. I think it's, that's, what, that's why it's so hard also for soldiers. Four years in the military, and we, we had Don on the show, eminently capable fucking human being, right? Super intelligent, super fit, super good looking, Marine recon, and but then you get out and you're like, fuck, what can I do? Yeah, you're so used to like a certain vocabulary of things or like a certain set of skills that only the military allows you to use that when you look at it, when you look at jobs on the outside, it's very difficult to translate essentially the language to a job somewhere else. So a lot of people have difficulty getting out of the military and just being out of the military and they just end up going back into contracting or something like that. And they just continue to be under that umbrella of, leadership essentially I, i'm reading craig harrison's book um god i can't wait to get him on you guys have to read that you guys will love that book it's called longest shot by craig harrison i highly recommend the audiobook it's read so well and different characters get different voices and uh he, he's a sniper and the entrepreneurial skills that a sniper must have are nuts i didn't realize that they had so much um, lean, uh, I'm not sure what the word is. Leniency. Latitude. They're able to make more decisions. On their yeah. Own. Like they're, 
yeah, they're individually out there by themselves. They can make the decision. They don't have to usually, I mean, I don't know too much about it. They don't, I he makes crazy make, decisions. He makes right. crazy decisions. Yeah. He makes all sorts of fucking decisions when he's out there. Decentralized. That's the word. He's decentralized. Okay. Yeah. It's, 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 um, autonomy. That's oh, the longest kill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, you guys. This book, this book is so amazing. You will be so happy if you listen to, well, I don't know if happy is the right word, but you will be intrigued. I, I have 56 minutes left in it and I so don't want to finish it. It's not good, huh? Oh my goodness. It's so good. And it starts off with him as a kid and it's just, it's just, it's so cliche. I don't mean that in a negative way, but you know, the fucked up parents, fucked up upbringing. I'm, I think that's next on my list. Right now I'm, I'm reading, uh, it's called Fighter Pilot by Robin Olds. He's like the OG fighter pilot. Fighter yeah. pilot? Yeah, it's pretty good. But Is he still alive? Um, I don't think so. He was like World War II uh era into vietnam he died in 2007 okay then i'm uh man i I, I really i just want to read books of people alive so that i can get them on this show (laughs) i was chat i don't know who i was chatting with the other day but everything i do like i I wouldn't i wouldn't sit down and watch a sport unless it was somehow going to help this everything has to have synergy in my life everything everything has to have synergy I read this article when I was a kid. It was in Smithsonian, and it was at a, uh, about a professor at Harvard who was an ent- entomologist. He studied insects, and he was also into uh, marathon running, and he was also an artist. And he had this cabin out in the woods. I think it was in Maine somewhere. And all he would do, he had one pot that he cooked in and ate out of, and he kept his life so simple. And he would go up to this cabin, and he had a little trail that he would run, like a like a fifteen mile trail. And every five miles, there was a spot where he'd have some like rotten bananas or, you know, he put something that attracted insects, a a dead skunk or something. And he would leave it at those five mile markers and at those five mile markers. He would stop. He would run there, get his marathon thing in, stop, draw. That's his art. And he would draw the bugs and take notes and study the bugs. And then he would run to the next one. And eventually he published a book on, uh, on, on bugs and he did all the drawings. And I just thought, yeah, that's, that's, that's how I want to live my life. I don't want, I, I'm not going to watch the UFC unless there's somehow I can use it in my, in my life. And so, um, this is one of Sevi's go Oh, shut it. <laughs> I knew I'd, I got it every how, how many how many shows do I get before I get to retell it? Can I tell a story three times in one year? Is that too much? No, I think that's funny. Too too much? No, I think it's a good amount. Okay, eventually the show will just be just the same stories over and over <laughs> and over. Uh, three oh five. I saw this story yesterday. Um, man, this is a trippy story. This is a man who has a wife and kids. Uh, he uh, is in the military. He was deployed. It, when you're in Japan, is that considered deployed? No. no. Okay. He That's was sent not. to J- he was sent to J- uh, Japan. And if you scroll down, he went. He drove uh, on one of his days off. He drove up to I guess the top of Mount Fuji, 
and he got uh, mountain sickness. I think that's when the air gets too thin up there. Mm-hmm. And he was driving down. If you keep going, I'll, I'll read the exact thing. Um, uh, Alconis was convicted of negligent driving in the deaths of an 85-year-old Japanese woman and 55, uh, 54-year-old son-in-law on May 29, 2021, while the family was driving down Mount Fuji after a day, day trip. He, is, uh, he had fallen asleep at the wheel, lost control of his vehicle, which plowed into pedestrians and parked cars in a restaurant uh, two hours from Yokosuko Naval Base, where he was serving as an anti-submarine warfare officer. U.S. Navy investigations determined that Alconis suffered from acute mountain sickness and lost consciousness. His wife and children said that he was not sleepy and appeared to black out. They said that once he passed out, he was unresponsive to their screams and one daughter's kicks. He remained unconscious even during the crash itself. So now he's been – they could have flown him home. He didn't have to stand trial, but they didn't, they being the U.S. military. He stood trial. He was sentenced to three years in jail. And now the U.S. military wants to cut off payments to him while his family is fucking stuck over there in Japan. That is so not out of the ordinary. <clears throat> really? Oh, 100%. So this, I love telling this story because it's fantastic. Um, so when I first joined the military uh, back in, like, I think it was 2018. I had applied for like an officer program where I was going to go to this like selection course basically. And then if I made it, I was going to continue on, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I got hurt during the program and they sent me home and I was still, and they were like, okay, no harm, no foul. Like you just get sent home. Like, would you just like, you're still a civilian. No big deal. I said, cool. I went back a couple of months later, I got a phone call from the finance office at like my local base essentially. And they're like, Hey, we have um, two paychecks for you for basically, I think I want to say it was like $13,000 total. I said, I like the okay. story. I like this story. Yeah. I was like, wow, sick. Okay. 13 grand. That's pretty cool. Um, and so I went, I went over and I picked them up and it was like paper checks because they didn't have like a direct deposit for me. So they just gave me the money and then, I left and they said, Hey, just be certain. Like you're probably not going to be able to keep all of that. You're just going to get like, uh, like a quarter of it or half of it or whatever. And I said, okay, no problem. Why is that? Why is that? Um, because I didn't like finish any sort of service commitment. And then like, I think when you join the military, there's like an automatic, like an automated system that occurs where it's like, Hey, you're going to get paid. Like, your money for uniforms and uh, all your equipment and all that shit. And then, and yeah, so there's like a, so they sent you the checks, but you change your trajectory for what the checks were supposed to pay for. The checks were supposed to pay for B, but you went to C. Yeah. And I just, I just ended up like, I was just removed from the military at that point. So it was just like, here's your money for here's two months of pay because that's what is stated on your DD 214, which is like your discharge paperwork. And so I had a, I had the discharge paperwork and I had this like $13,000. So I was like, wow, super cool. So I took a majority of it and put it in my savings. And the other part I put, I just like used essentially for life stuff because I just graduated college. My wife was finishing college, all that shit. Uh, fast forward like eight or nine months. I 
enlist in the military. So then I joined and uh, for the first two months, so all the way through basic, I was not like everybody was starting getting paid like in the probably fifth or sixth week of training. And I was getting no paychecks because you're like a month behind essentially like in your pay. So I, but I wasn't getting paid and they're like, Oh, just fill out this form, fill out this form. I was filling out the same form every time. Um, I get out of basic training. I go to my next station for training and I'm like, okay, well, this is insane. I'm still not getting paid. But what would happen is I would go to finance and I would say, Hey, I need money because I'm not, you're, you're not giving me any. And my wife is not working at the time. And like, she's living at home. Like it was a whole fucking mess. And they're like, Oh, well, how much do you need? And I'm like, all of my money, like give me my paycheck. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, well, we can only give you like a thousand dollars at a time. I said, what the shit? Okay, whatever. So they would give me a thousand dollars. It was just basically just direct deposit a thousand dollars into my account. And that was, and I had to do that basically once a week because we didn't like, we were there, we had expenses, all that shit. For them, to, they were trying to catch up on the money they owed you. No, no. They were just giving me money because they couldn't figure out how I wasn't getting paid yet. Oh shit. Yeah. So they, they had no solution. They were just saying, here, we're going to give you an advance on your pay. And here's, so here's a thousand dollars, thousand dollars, thousand dollars. And the big worry that I was brought up was the fact that it was just going to accumulate on a debt that had been like, it was just going to like keep being more debt essentially. Well, eventually I found out from finance that I had this $13,000 debt just sitting on my account. And I was like, okay, well, where's that from? Cause I know I'm only supposed to give back X amount of money. I had like mapped out everything i was like i do not owe 15 fucking thousand dollars right and i still wasn't getting paid so there was no way for me to like start making payments on that and to make it even worse they were giving me money which was adding to that every month to the debt so it was like yes so i was just getting it was like another thousand dollars another thousand dollars so that eventually it was like i think it got up to like sixteen thousand dollars something ridiculous and they were not doing anything in the slightest to figure out what was wrong with it they were just like here's something I tried to go through my chain of command. So like the people that I was in tech school with, I went to my like instructor. I went to like the person that is in charge of our rooms and stuff. I went to, I tried to email like the officer in charge and she was like, she went on vacation to like in Guam or something. And she was, and they were like, Oh, well the person who is in charge while she's gone, doesn't know how to do that. So you're just gonna have to wait till she's back. I'm like, I don't give two fucks so then this goes on for another probably i would say almost a almost a year where i'm just like battling with these people back and forth finally um my dad being a connected retired air force gentleman he had a friend who has worked for another guy who basically is in charge of the people who run finance and so and that guy's a general so he they, we got in contact with this guy, with this general, and the general calls me and is like on my cell phone. I was like, okay, this is terrifying because I'm like a baby like E3. I have no, like, no rank, like, basically no rank. Like, I'm a nobody, but this general's calling me saying, hey, what's going on with the, your, your pay? So I explained the whole thing. He passes me to the like enlisted guy who's in charge, the command chief, and I explain my situation. He goes, okay, we'll get this sorted out. 
So for a year, they basically had been saying that I was still discharged. And for whatever reason, they didn't notice that the code was saying that I was discharged. They were just like, oh, I don't know why he's getting, not getting paid. So all they had to do was click a button to change it to say that I was on active service. And then I would start getting paid. And I was like, cool. I started getting paid. But then they started taking $400 out of my paycheck every month. And if you look at like the pay chart for an E3, E4, like you're not, you're making like $1,600 a month, like without your, your BAH and all that shit. So I was making like $1,200, $1,100 a month or every paycheck every two weeks. Minus 400. No, no. That was with like, so okay. 1100, 1100 on the first, 1100 on the 15th. And so I had to pay back this $400 every month until the $12,000 was paid off. And I tried to dispute that forever. And they were like, no, it's true. No, it's true. No, it's true. Finally, I'm like, not kidding. Last month on this fucking deployment, I paid it off and now I have no more debt. So, but you're sitting on that, but in your, and now the cash in your savings is yours. Yes. What a fucking shit show. Hey, that's the whole man. That's why they can't fucking uh, figure out where 60% of the Pentagon budget. They, they audited the Pentagon and they can't figure yes. out where 60% of the budget went. Yeah, exactly. It's mind blowing to me how long it took for that shit to. Yeah. So that's my finance story. I'm sure if you talk to any anybody in the military, they have some finance story. And what's even worse is that they moved from like a phone call system to an automated like computer system. Right. But you can never reach somebody in the automated system. They just kick, keep kicking back your request saying that this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, and they never, they never solve anything. And you know most people don't. I, like, I, like if I wasn't married, my finances would be a disaster if my wife didn't do that. Yeah, sure. I, it's, it was insane to me. So, Caller, yeah. hi. Kenya, hi. Oh, what's up, Savon? How you doing? What's up, brother? Nothing much. That story is like super familiar because I uh, – I just got out last year. I think I, I told you that a bit, a bit ago. But, um, yeah, I actually went from enlisted to officer. And during that time, they essentially gave me a no-pay due for six months. So I had two kids to feed. I had a mortgage to pay and all that. <laughs> they ended up cutting me, like, $500 checks every week, just like Caleb was saying. But for officers, it's, like, a little bitty bit different. When something like that happens, they try to blame you for it, and you have exactly. to go talk to your battalion and brigade commander. And when that gets involved, it gets kind of like weird and squirrely. But yeah, trying to deal with with finance in the army or in the military in general, fucking sucks. <laughs> and, and they don't want to hear that shit either, right? That's the last thing they want to deal with, right? Because then your yeah, commander, or like your leadership, has to your leadership has to explain that. Your they, they have to explain yeah. your situation to somebody else because they yeah, then like, it's like well I can't like you can't go explain this to somebody because you can't get this meeting with somebody but I'll explain it for you as best as I can and they have so many other things going yeah. on they're like hey this fucking guy's not getting paid what do you want us to do like right. that's that's basically what happens yeah well I was like I was like a fire support officer at one point in time at the first tenant and. Um, had a kid, an NCO, one of E5s, get a DUI, right? And this is how stupid this is. Uh, here we go. This is a rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, he gets a DUI, right, on a Friday. 
he gets thrown in the drunk pick in Colorado Springs on like a Saturday or whatever. And uh, we go get him. We get notified and everything. Monday morning, the CG, the commanding general of, uh, of basically Fourth ID, Fort Carson, is like, hey, I want all of you guys, this chain of command from you all the way up to come and explain to me what happened. Mind you, I had this kid sitting next to me with my first sergeant, battalion commander, brigade commander, you know, battery commander. And they look at me and go, hey, why did he get the DUI? And I look, I look at Joe McFarland, I'm like, sir, he said it right there. Just ask him. <laughs> and he was like, no, you know, you're his leadership. You need to, you know, know what he's doing at all times. I'm like, sir, I'm not a babysitter. Like, he has, like, rational thinking skills. He has common sense. And, and he was like, he looked at me like, why am I, why are you talking to me like this? I'm like, because pretty much I'm showing up to my job prepared to lose it every day because I know something like this can happen and I'm going to get fired. So <laughs> he uh, ended up asking the kids sitting next to me, the NCO. And uh, the NCO was like, yeah, so I just made a dumb decision. Like, I thought I was okay, and apparently I wasn't. And, you know, he looked at me, and he was like, hey, you know, no one's ever told me that before. I'm like, no one's ever just told you the truth. No one's ever told you to, like, find out the source of the problems in here. And that's kind of how I realized that it's a, it's kind of a process problem in the, in the military itself. And the whole, like, government itself is now still working for the government as engineers. And we have processes that are flawed. Like Caleb was saying, you know, the whole automated system for finance now, instead of it being you can go talk to someone, pretty much if you're not an E6 or above, like a staff or above, you can't go to finance. You have to have someone go for you. <laughs> it sounds like just, a f I just imagine layers and layers and layers of bureaucracy. Exactly. Dude, it's, it's crazy. I know, I, I know the talking about it's crazy. Well, I, 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 I am a firm believer, though, Kenya, in chain of command. I do appreciate the effectiveness of chain of command. I mean, yeah, but there's a process problem. So let's let's think of it like this. You know, you're the CEO of, of your podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> there's, yes. a, there's, a, there's a chain of command that goes you, then um, I guess, then, you know, Caleb and whomever else is on staff. Say the lowest guy on your total poll says, "Hey, you know, my wife has cancer now." Right. All right, cool. Your your wife had your lowest guy's wife has like cancer or something or something bad. What I was getting sick. You, you want to go and and get that guy time off. So the only max amount of time you can give him is what's mandated on paper. But in all honesty, the, the need of that guy to help you run your podcast is very slim. Like, he's not, he or she is not very well needed to run the podcast on a day-to-day -day basis. So he or she missing three to, three to two to three days of work a week to take his wife to, wife or kids to, you know, whatever doctor's appointment is true. But, like, the, the whole process is someone's going to make you call a leave form and do this, jump to this, jump to that, who... And then, you know, at the end of the day, someone's going to say, oh, you know, I'm a family care plan. We're going to kick you out. And then that is an exacerbated problem because now they don't have TRICARE anymore. I mean, that's just a really far, long stretch story to go into the whole weeds of there's no set of policies that are defined. I hear, I hear you, but I hated it when um, people above me would go to people below me or people below me would go to people above me. And here's the reason why. It was mostly to protect the people below me. And so if the person above me goes and talks to someone below me and gives them a task and, and I don't know it, 
it call it just wreaks havoc. So l- let's say let's say you're above me and you talk to Caleb and you and him have a conversation and you give Caleb a task and I've already have Caleb on two tasks and now I'm wondering why my two tasks aren't being done and it's because I wasn't notified that someone above gave him a third task. And so now it, it, yeah. it so part of me thinks that like shouldn't you I, I, let me just push back here a little bit shouldn't you have stood up for your guy i mean yeah 100% like you should you should always communicate at every level what's going on but at some point someone that's right above that dude or gal should be you know fighting to make that executive decision for them to do what's more important for their life because at the end of the day the army, the military, whomever, it's going to break your heart. I had a battalion commander tell me that one day, like, one day, you know, you're either going to break the army's heart or the army's going to break your heart, so you got to leave. And right. you got to kind of live with that. Because at the end of the day, you are a human being and you got to take care of yourself. But yeah, if you don't know what your guys are doing, then you're kind of lost. And that's the whole thing with kind of troop to task matrices. We use them in the army a lot, like spreadsheets. If you say that this person's here doing gym detail or this person this whole troops in the field or this this company is here doing this this day so that everyone knows who's passed out doing what and where, but the odds of that thing being updated are horrible. <laughs> right. Thank you, Kenya. Yeah. Have a good one. Caleb, what do you think about this? What do you think about the fact that um, – you know, the, the, the whole Twitter scandal that went down with uh, the FBI working with Twitter and Jack Dorsey is the CEO saying that he didn't know what was going on. And I saw Joe Rogan kind of a, try to absolve uh, Jack Dorsey of his responsibility. I struggle with that. I don't I don't I don't accept that. It's like um, the FBI went straight to the operations officer. I think uh, it was uh, some Indian woman, attractive Indian woman. And it's like sure. and she eventually, you know, uh, we, we know that. um Elon fired her, but it's kind of like, what the fuck? Like, really, Jack? The FBI was meddling in fucking the affairs of your company and you didn't know? And and, and that's your excuse? I, I just, I'm not okay with it. Yeah, it seems weird. Like, if that's under your your umbrella of command or if you're, you're like, that's your, your business, then you should probably be aware of what's going on at all times. And, and if you're not, it doesn't absolve you. Yeah. No, I agree. Responsibility. I mean, then it's technically, kind of, I mean, it'd be your fault regardless. And I would think the people, your bosses, it's really important that you get your people paid. I mean, that was a huge part of my job at CrossFit, fighting to make sure people got what they deserved or what they earned or what they were promised. Your bosses yeah. take it seriously? Do the bosses take it seriously? Yeah. I mean, like, the closer you are to them, the better they understand your situation, but the further you, the further you go away from them, like, right. The, right. the less likely they are to like, I mean, they, they, it's not that they don't care, but it's like, Hey man, I've got everything else to worry about. Right. Like your money problem could like probably be solved by somebody else or like it, it, they try to use it as like, they're like, Oh, we have an open door policy, but they really want that door to be open only when it's necessary. Basically. Like if you've, you've exhausted all other opportunities, all their options, then yeah, then you need to go to them. Cause then, right. They're not your secretary. Try to do it yourself. And only when you fucking hit an absolute stop. Exactly. Come to us. Which is, which is why when I got to that general and they came down to my leadership 
they were like, why did you not come to us first? I was like, well, for one, I, I tried, but you guys just, I mean, it's not that I hadn't exhausted all of my options, but when that opportunity came up, I was like, yeah, no shit. I'm going to take that. I haven't been paid in almost a year. So, right, right, right. Uh, who but do you I, guys think? I, you know who they should—they should make me this. I was thinking they should make me the CEO, or or, and I mean that in all seriousness. Or they should make Greg Glassman the CEO of Twitter. Greg would be an amazing CEO of Twitter. Fuck, he'd be so good. I saw Lex Friedman say he would do it. Yeah, you're in that case, dude. Um, okay. I want to show you this article. Um, so I want to show you two articles. I'm going to read from the second one. This is 304. I'm going to show you the title of the first article. It's from a a news source called the daily skeptic. And I'm just going to read you the title of the article. And then I'm going to show you an article about the same story from another article. This is top Australian doctor reveals she is vaccine injured and says doctors are being censored. Okay. Now I want to show you this other uh, uh, this is the Daily Mail out of the UK reporting on the same story. This is some fucking crazy reporting right here. Anti the same story. Anti-vaxxers gloat. So now this one's not even reporting on on this lady. It's reporting on the people reacting to the story. Anti-vaxxers gloat that Karen Phillips and her wife suffering horrific COVID vaccine side effects means their wacky conspiracies were right as they make chilling claims about the jab. So this story is admitting that this lady, Karen Phillips, go back down, sorry, one more second, go back the other way. One second, Caleb. Uh, This story is admitting that she did suffer horrific COVID vaccine side effects, but they're still wacky conspiracy theories. And that this story is so fucking crazy the way this is written. Because they're admitting that this lady and her wife were injured by the vaccine. And yet it's a wacky, still a wacky conspiracy theory. Keep going down now. Um, let's see here. Uh, Karen Phillips said she and her wife suffered devastating vaccine side effects, claimed medical authorities failed to follow up and censor discussion of them. So that's true. But then it goes on to say anti-vaxxers hijacked her story to claim conspiracy theories are correct. Dude. Antivaxxers were quickly hijacked Dr. Karen Phillips' revelation that she and her wife suffered serious COVID vaccine side effects. What does hijacked mean? The former head of Australian Medical Association detailed the deliberating adverse reactions in her submission to a Senate inquiry into long COVID. By the way, there's no such thing as long COVID. That's a, a more word fuckery. That's just shit that's made up, by the way. Uh, dear, dear, uh, Dr. Phelps also argued far more Australians suffered serious side effects than were reported and doctors were too scared of losing their silence to speak out this. They're reporting that is true. This lady said this, and yet they're still saying it's wacky conspiracy theories. However, she still strongly supports COVID vaccination as the benefits far outweighed the risks for the vast majority of people, her and her fucking wife had serious adverse effects, but she's still arguing. Okay, fine. I appreciate that. Fine. But Australians who refused to get the jab have now used their testimony to declare they were right all along and experts were finally waking up to the vaccine being poisoned. They were fucking poisoned from it. They were poisoned from it. Why? At this point, um, the Daily Mail, why even report on this? Are, you're just... 
I mean, is this just straight? Is this what they call cognitive dissonance? I mean, what the fuck? Keep going, Caleb. It gets, it gets crazier. It gets absolutely crazier. Um, uh, chief among them was former federal. Uh, no, hold on. Uh, so one of the MPs said if she'd only listened and followed the real science from the real experts instead of propagating the group think from Big Pharma's marketing brochures. Keep going down. It, it, this is absolutely nuts that this lady and her wife were seriously injured and she's still pushing the vaccine. Um, the cult is imploding and the vax injured cultists are rebelling. How many others have been conned and got injured? How many regret being conned? How many doctors will speak up? So this lady admits she was injured and she admits doctors are being censored about the truth. And yet this article is saying that it's just still anti-vaccine conspiracy. And this lady still wants you to get the shot. No mention of, of eating healthy or any of that stuff. Uh Maybe not long COVID, but there are some lasting effects. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but all all sicknesses like that. If if they've said from the beginning, also they've said from the beginning that the more sick you are when you get that, the longer it will be and the more damage it will do to you. So if you're 300 pounds overweight and you get in a car accident, the complications are going to be more significant. If you're 82 and you fall down the stairs, you're dead. If you're six months old, it's nothing. It was a fun ride. My father-in-law had a stroke back in September, and the doctor even said that vaccine has been linked to blood clots, which resulted in a stroke. Jessica Valenzuela. Dude, they're every day now. It's 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 nuts. Anyway, a crazy reporting. Cra- batshit crazy reporting. The reporter, that story should have been she said that, and then the reporter trying to figure out why, how many, the question is, is how many people do you think? So now what they're saying is for every two, every one person who saved from the, va- the, the, the metrics show that for every one person saved from the vaccine to die. Well, what does that mean, Sevon? Well, that means they give the vaccine to a hundred people in a study and, um, and, and uh, one dies uh, from COVID and two dies from myocarditis and the control group. Uh, uh, it's 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 one person dies out of every two hundred who did who didn't get the vaccine. You guys following that? It's pretty it's it's, it's pretty simple math. Uh, I'm thankful my grandparents didn't even get the vaccine or the rest of my crazy crunchy family. Wow, crunch, uh, uh, I thought the crunchy people got it. I thought the my impression was the crunchy people did what the government said. That's what are crunchy people? The hippies, I think. Granola crunchy. I maybe got COVID and recovered in a few days. I think, oh, let me ask you this, Caleb. My kids were like pretty much pretty sick on and off for like a month, on on and off, on and off. So really bad cold, then better, then throwing up at night, then better. And then the last phase when they were, one of them was coughing so crazy and his lips were turning purple. Every night his lips turned purple. And someone said that's a uh, low, that was, he probably had pneumonia. That was low, uh, low oxygen levels in the blood. That's pretty possible. If you're having poor perfusion to your lips, it usually means you're something's wrong with your lungs. Uh, no, yeah, crunchy is like hippie and anti-government. Yeah, that's what I said. It's like hippie, but hippies aren't anti-government anymore. They're totally pro-government. Rage Against the Machine, that band. 
to- totally pro-government. Crunchy, used to describe a person who have adjusted or altered lifestyle. Oh, sorry. Who have adjusted or altered their lifestyle for environmental reasons. Crunchy persons tend to be politically strongly left-leaning and maybe additionally, but not exclusively categorized as veg. Yeah, they're fascists. I was a, I, 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 I was a fucking liberal fascist. I was headed that way. I knew, though, there were some weird things. When they were making these crazy smoking laws in Berkeley, I was like, man, this is like, this is, this sounds like fascism. What were the smoking laws? Like, like where you couldn't, couldn't smoke. I, I, I couldn't remember like cigarettes. I couldn't remember the exact rules, but they were crazy. And I'm, and I don't want anyone like smoking near me, but, but it was, it was over the top. I forget exactly what they were. When I, when I used to live in Germany, they would just smoke all over the place. It was just all the restaurants, all the patios. Like now it's like nostalgic for me to smell cigarette smoke because it was like, it's like, oh, I feel like I'm in a restaurant in Germany. Hippies love the CIA. Yeah, they want to be part of the social experiment. Uh, 303. What is this? Manslaughter. This, this might be a a repeat. I don't want to be told where I can smoke, but 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 I also if my if I'm smoking in my house and I share a wall with a neighbor and my neighbor can smell my smoke, that's fucked up. Uh, Kalia Tifford, mother admits manslaughter of obese daughter. This is crazy. Okay, Tifford. scroll down a little bit. I wonder what kind of precedent this is going to set. Uh, Sarah Jane Lloyd Jones, 39, pleaded guilty to the charge when she appeared at Mold Crown Court on December 12th. Kalia Tifford, 16, was found dead at her Poise's home in October of 2020. It was alleged at an earlier hearing that her parents failed to meet Kalia's dietary needs leading to her obesity. The, the dad hasn't uh, had a chance to speak up yet. Alan Tifford, 44, is due to go on trial in January. He denies manslaughter and causing or allowing the death of a child or vulnerable person. So she's being charged with uh, – oh, shit. I just got an exposure notification from this phone because I'm talking too loud. Huh? Jeremy, hi. What's going on? Hey. Hi. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, dude? Hey, so um, – Funny COVID story. So I had, you know, you saw my comments, you put my comments up in there about, you know, lasting effects and everything like that. Um, because, yeah, you're hearing the term long COVID, long COVID, long COVID. And um, I don't know if there's any science behind it or whatever, but I do have you know, a friend who attributes his wife's new brain, what is he calling it, like brain bleeds or something to uh, having COVID or so I don't know. I'm trying to. Is she va- is she is she, anyway. is she vaccinated? Yeah, uh, yeah. And matter of fact, he, he he lives out in Portland. He just got boosted for like the, yeah. I don't even know how many times. Yeah. Well, there's a there's there's a ton of evidence showing that um it, when they put the injection in you, I, I I don't know what the exact um explanation is, but if they put the injection in you and it goes into what I think what they call a capillary bed, then the 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 spike proteins will accelerate in their growth and they'll pass through right. the brain barrier and they'll start causing all sorts of situations by clumping together. All sorts exactly. of situations. And I'm trying to explain these things to him. So this is a guy who's uh, me and uh, 
me and Les Pyatt and a bunch of guys, we have this dad's group and we use this at Marco Polo and, you know, every day you can uh, just talk to each other, do videos and, you know, it, it gets pretty deep and sometimes it's funny or whatever, but uh, you have to tread lightly, you know, when you're responding to some of these things. So he's bringing up these issues with his wife and he's talking about he's getting boosted and this and, that, you know, and I'm like, uh, you know, I'm trying to tread lightly with him. But, West Pyatt's over there at that uh, at that gym in Hollister, California. He's in Gilroy in uh, yeah. Culture Range Cross. Yeah, I seen a lot of fucking bad. Th- I I love West, but I seen a lot of bad thinking coming out of there. A lot of woke, crazy, I, crazy woke. I shit. totally agree. And and I, and, I, and I I guess you could say I'm like working on him uh, to you know I don't want to like make him some crazy conspiracy nut, nut or anything. No, like that, but I want no. him to like think, you know, and not not be so emotional. That's his thing. Yeah, yeah, that's really what it emotional. seems like. It seems very emotional. Yes, very emotional. For sure, for sure. But my my funny story is I had COVID twice. Uh, I actually got it after the Legends last year. And I think the reason that was so bad, you know, it's just like cold, cold flu symptoms. It, it, it got pretty nasty for like, you know, four days. But I think that was last year. Legends was like four days, 11 events. You know, I'm traveling from Wisconsin all the way to California, California back to Wisconsin, you know. I just think my body was in such a weak state or whatever you want to say. Um, but the time before that, this is actually funny. I got it in early, late, late 2020. And, you know, I lost my taste and smell, and which is the weirdest sensation of all time. But uh, the funny part is the taste started to come back. And it probably was like two, three weeks. I could start tasting stuff again. But the smell was really weird. Like, it was on and off, on and off. And there was actually one thing I couldn't smell, and this is actually not complaining at all. I could not smell shit. Like, I could not smell poop. Like, it was a, I could put my face right between the butt crack, and I would not smell it. It was the weirdest thing in the world. Great visual, great visual. Yeah, I I figured you'd appreciate that. Um, But then I remember, so that was, like, 2020. I remember spring, summer of 2021. I'm doing my business and all of a sudden boom i smell it i was like oh my god like like it was like this weird celebration like i could i could smell that again you know but you know that was my little funny story about covid but no it's, uh, it wasn't it's that funny it wasn't that funny it wasn't that funny it wasn't that funny dang it i'll try harder next time um i i was maybe if i had it that i was getting a handy uh yeah, yeah if there was a handy in there at least it, yeah i'd give it a i'd get on the scale of one to ten i'd give it a three as far as funny goes okay next time i'll practice i'll practice a little more I pre- a little no, this, this show is this show is we're here for you to practice you can rehearse and get a uh, uh, constructional construction on con- constructive criticism so feel free to call I appreciate in that. is it a better call than Corey, or is, uh, who, who's doing better so far with calling Me or Corey? <sighs> <laughs> I, I, I don't want to say. I don't want to discourage anyone from calling. Anyway. I appreciate um, it. Corey is a better call. Uh, thanks for sharing, Jeremy. I appreciate it. Calling anytime, brother. Absolutely. Uh, Heidi says you have a, your voice that sh- shows uh, if you don't need to get blood work at California Hormones, she assessed your testosterone levels by the sound of your voice. She says you're at 990. Oh, wow. Thank you, Heidi. I really appreciate that. Yeah, so you're good to go, buddy. All right. You guys have a great, great Wednesday. You too, brother. Uh, 
That was Jeremy with a testosterone level of 990. If you would like to get your blood levels checked, you can go to your insurance company, ask for a blood panel, get your blood work checked, and then you can send it over to California Hormones. Use code SEVON, and they you can speak to a doctor and get a free doctor's consultation. If you are in California, you can go to their Southern California offices and get the free blood work and get the free doctor's consultation. And if you'd like to learn even more about it, check out uh, Andrew Hiller is uh, currently using their protocol, and he has a series called Testosterone Tuesday over at the Hiller Fit YouTube channel. And he's probably uh, already made like five or six videos. And, he, and he's doing an uh, absolutely amazing job. I, I, do, I needed to tell you guys this about this guy, Wes Pyatt. He is maybe, he, he, if there's 10 coaches out there that are the best coaches in the world, or 100, I don't know what it is, he's fucking one of them. And this guy has done so much for fucking people and humanity and given so much of himself. So I don't want anyone to think that I was bagging on him even because I was bagging on him a little. But I love that guy. He's always been nothing but great to me. And I know uh, he, he, he is making the world a uh, better place. Yeah, he's, he's, he, uh, West Pyatt was part, a part of my L1 seminar staff. Yeah, absolutely amazing human being top-notch coach and those people over there in uh, Gilroy are pretty damn lucky to have him. And I'm not just saying that he is really a remarkable human. Okay. Uh, 302. Uh, there's an Instagram account called what the fuck Portland. And as you can imagine, um, I love this. Every, the interesting thing is every time I go to New York city, I see something like this and I've been to New York city 50 times. But this is this is the kind of I see I see so much crazy shit everywhere I go. I feel like, but same with Portland. I got to show you the guys this video one time. I was at a Starbucks with uh, Greg uh, Glassman, the former uh, owner of CrossFit, and with uh, Dale Saran, Saran, who's been on this show, the general counsel. I have the video somewhere because I was filming when it happened, and a guy and we just sat down outside this Starbucks in Portland, and uh, it was a nice neighborhood, and Greg had ordered a Trenta. Uh, black iced tea, no sugar, no water. And we just sat down and this guy comes from across the street and he's carrying a briefcase and he's wearing a leather jacket and he looks borderline like between businessman and homeless man, you know, drug addict, like something's off, but he's all dressed fancy. And he walks over and he picks up Greg's Trenta iced tea and he takes a sip of it through the straw. And I'm filming and Greg, and, and then the guy puts it down and takes a step back and Greg picks up the Trenta iced tea, looks at the guy and goes here, have it and throws it at him from fucking four feet away. And this Trenta iced tea hits this fucking dude's chest. Uh, and just, uh, yeah. Oh, it just so gets all over that. him. Oh, it was crazy. I was dying. I was dying. The guy just turned around, just completely soaked. Trenta is massive and, uh, and and walked away. Starbucks in Portland is not the way to go. I know, I know. It, we weren't downtown or anything. We were kind of in one of the suburbs or something. I mean, Portland's not the way to go. But he used to have a house there. And uh, yeah, it was such a boss move. It was so Oh, yeah, it escalated so quickly. It escalated so quickly. I, I have many, many, many stories like that with uh, with Greg. Great guy, too. He's the, he's the kind of guy that if that guy just would have walked up to him and said, hey, can I get some money for a fucking Trenta, Greg would have given him. Can I get some money for an iced tea? Greg would have given it to him. He just made the mistake of drinking Greg's drink through his straw. Caller, hi. What's up, Sebon? It's Philip Kelly. Hi, Philip. What's up, brother? 
Looking forward to having you on the show. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'm just calling because I heard Jeremy calling just a few minutes ago. And uh, so I'm in that men's group with No, with no, Jeremy you called to and, talk uh, to Caleb and I. You, st- I stand, you stand corrected. I'm sorry. Well, no, I did call to talk to you. But I'm calling in response to, I just want to touch on what Jeremy was uh, referring to. Uh, I believe he was referring to one of the gentlemen who lives up in Oregon in our group who, uh, who uh, just recently got gosh, I don't even know shit, whatever number of booster he just got for his vaccine. And, uh, uh, the, I, I don't know. Did, I, I just came back in from taking my kids to school. Did Jeremy touch on what that guy's wife went through with COVID at all? Uh, he just, I, I, I all I heard the, the, the takeaway for the story was, is that she's having some sort of issues in her brain, like maybe some sort of vessels breaking or some sort of clotting or something. So, and, and aneurysms are a common side effect of taking that medicine. Um, not common, but it happens. And yeah. so, uh, that I asked, did she take the medicine? And he said, yes. And so I immediately just went there and, that, and that's where we were at. I know. I know. Yeah. So it's, it, this is coincidental. Just yesterday, that guy reached out to me because he wanted to ask me and he was, he was trying to be careful not to offend me, which he couldn't possibly do, but he wanted to know, he said, it seems like you're very like, what's the word I want to say? Like not flippant, but he's, he's interested in my opinion on the vaccine with what I have gone through with being sick from COVID and why am I, why does it seem like I basically, why am I not scared to death to get COVID again with what it boils down to? And I said, before I, I told him, I said, before I answer your question, I want to know more about your wife because she's scared to death now to get COVID. Um, he's getting boosted all the time because he wants to protect her. And, um, so I understand where he's coming from and asking me that, but I said, I want to know more about your story and her stuff first before I respond to you. And so I'm actually getting ready to respond back to him now. He gave me the whole rundown of her, her battle with COVID. She's had COVID twice. And, um, uh, what makes him think I, that if she's had COVID twice, that twice that the medicine's working? She he believes the narrative that it mitigates the uh, symptoms. He no, I would tell you that he is. I think he's on the fence, but he feels like with what she believes, he is willing to just do whatever it takes to make her feel better and okay. more at ease. Okay. Um, I I'd, 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 I'd do some crazy shit like that for my wife too. So, so I get, I, I yeah, get, so I get it. I'm, I get it. Yeah, but so I, but I wouldn't do it for anyone know. else, by the way. I would not do it for my parents. I would not do it for my job. I would not do it for my friends, but, but maybe my wife, I would do some crazy shit. If my wife told me like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I'm getting ready to respond to him. Uh, actually today I'm going to do it, but, um, I was just going to, I want to, I want him. So here's the thing too. You have to, uh, there's even more backstory, I think, to where he lies, because obviously this, this has become a political topic too. Yeah. Um, why? I've been tripping on that lately too. We'll get back to that. How is this a political topic? But we'll get back to that too. Uh, So he, I can tell from what he told me uh, yesterday that his dad is very conservative in his beliefs. And um, I think through his upbringing, upbringing, it has pushed this guy away from agreeing with anything that his dad has to say. 
And so for, for no reason other than just to, you know, be rebellious against his dad. Right. His dad. So I'm getting ready. (laughs) I'm getting ready to tell him, you know, a few things, but one thing I want to just ask him, what research have you done on the vaccine? Have you done any, has your wife done any? Um, and I'm going to start there with him and I'm going to try to challenge whatever ideas she has. I, I get with what he's told me, the side effects and everything that she has right now. Um, they, first of all, they have no way. And I say they, I'm talking about him and his wife. They have no way to tell me that what she's going through is only from COVID and not from the vaccine. And so, uh, I need him to do his own research in a sense, uh, so that he can figure it out for himself. Kind of like how you just had um, that guest on last week who she says that you red pilled her. Um, same thing. I kind of want him to figure it out for himself. I don't want to push him because he's already had his dad pushing him around and he's just going to rebel against that, right? So Show him um, that article that's in the it. Daily Mail where they, they're, they're this, it's just, it, 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 I'd be like, hey, does this make sense to you? Here's a couple who's the former head of the medical association. Her and her fucking wife were fucking had severe adverse reactions to the vaccine. Yeah. They match your fucking reactions probably with blood clots yeah. and shit like that and aneurysms. And, and, and yet, uh, and, and yet the article continues to say it's safe. It, I, I mean, what a mess. <laughs> hey, let me, can I, let me ask you this, Philip, if you think this is correct. Do you remember when Trump was working on said he was going to use a shitload of resources for the vaccine and there would be all these montages of all these politicians, including uh, Kamala and uh, Joe Biden, saying they would never take a vaccine that was made under Trump's administration? Oh, yeah. Do you remember those those juxtapositions? Oh, God, of course. Yeah. And it would just be endless politicians say they'd never take it. Then the second he was out of office, they said they would take it. Doesn't that seem like enough? And it was made under his watch, whatever the fuck that means. And and, yeah. and and then all of a sudden they would take it. Isn't that enough for someone's critical thinking skills to be like, uh oh, what happened? Like, what did they no, change? Did they change the formula? Seen, did they change what was in the no. vaccine? Like, it doesn't even make sense to me. How did no, you? Because what I've seen from Democrat uh, supporters and and liberals is that they will do. They will do anything that these people say to do and, and believe in. And, and unfortunately, they claim that's the same way with people that support Trump or even just Republicans in general. And that's not the case. I can have conversations with Democrats and liberals, but those people aren't willing to have a conversation with me. Right, right. And and uh, I, I would I, I, when you're able to if and when you're able to have people who might be willing to have discussions about it, the problem is finding those people. I have people in my family who they just dismiss things. Like they just don't, won't have a conversation about anything, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's because deep down they know we're right. Uh, or they just don't want to be wrong. They just don't want to see that. And well, they would it, have it, to it really right unwind with, a lot of shit. That's who they are. Like for instance, if you were to yeah. tell me, well, how was it for you? Pardon me? For you. Right. Well, I, I don't know exactly what you said, but yeah, I had to unwind it. But but now that I'm now that I have the thoughts that I have now, I would be so happy if I was wrong. I would be so happy if I found out I was wrong. That's what would be better for society if I was wrong and the vaccine worked fucking perfectly. Uh, 
it would be so fucking well, awesome. I know, I, and then we found out really it was just it UFOs um, uh, shooting people and giving them myocarditis everywhere with a special laser. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but they're doubling down on the stupidity, saying stuff like unvaxxed people get more car accidents. Um, unvaxxed people are, are, are the cause of myocarditis because they're stressing out the vax people. I mean, all of these stories that are coming or out. Or that now. it's the unvaccinated who are causing this return and influx of COVID and all that other bullshit. Yeah. It, it's nuts. Which makes no sense. It, 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 yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I and, have, and everybody's freaking out. Philip, I have family that that moved 1200 miles out of a big city to move to a small city they had the resources to do that to get away from the big city so that they could avoid covid and now they've all had they now they've it. all yeah they've all had covid like bad yeah and they're all fucking quadruple it. boosted and i'm just like <sighs> i've had i have had, I, there was family members who would not even give my wife a hug when I was on a ventilator in ICU because my wife wasn't vaccinated. Oh yeah. I, the most recent shit happening is I, I heard about a family argument in my, and where some fighting about who could go to the party because who was um, with the last person who had COVID and it, it just sounded, it was just idiot talk. <laughs> I, I kind of want to tell the story, but I, I also don't. It's just like, it's just funny hearing them try to figure out what your chances are of it spreading. Hey, hey, here's another thing. Let me give something else on the other side. They say that they say that this shit doesn't spread outside. Shut the fuck up. This shit spreads fucking everywhere. I went to the fucking CrossFit games and everyone fucking got it there. Or or maybe it was the one after the the last one I went to. It's like, dude, that shit spread. Yeah, every single. about 2021? Yeah, I guess it was 2021. Every single event that someone goes to is a super spreader event. It just is. Then stay home. And the masks, just, yeah. If you don't like it, like, don't, that, I don't want the right saying stupid shit either. But also, I know tons of people who wore masks religiously and they all got it. And it's like, dude, I would not be surprised if the mask exacerbated your conditions because I keep seeing you touch your face more than you ever have. Or taking it off so you can eat because then you're safe when you're eating. Weirdos. My, uh, my whole family I, I, just got really sick for the last month, like I was saying. And my, I yeah. literally, my kids would cough into my mouth every single day, and I didn't get whatever they had. Uh, so my kids just got over being sick as well. Um, both of them had fevers. They both developed coughs, all these things. I didn't test either one of them. I told my wife. Yeah, we didn't test. We didn't test either. I'm not testing my kids anymore. Um, and uh, I got a whole shitload of those tests sitting in my uh medicine cabinet because the school keeps sending them home with our kids uh sunil matwani how long do we keep the covid fight going it feels like people don't care anymore here's the thing you just heard philip say they just sent covid tests home with the kids i mean they're they're i think the united states is just is is about to launch a free covid test for everyone in the united states or some shit like that isn't okay. LA about to lock down again and require masks and shit? Jay, Jay I think uh, I don't know. They think they're getting close. Jay Hartle, like racism, only exists because we keep talking about it. Mm, I have a story for you that Jeremy wants me to talk to you about, but I think I'll save it for another time. Uh, uh, okay. But I'm dealing with a I'm dealing with a woke volunteer down at my kid's school who's accusing my son of being racist. How old's your son? Ten. Holy shit! 
I know. The fuck? And you're. I've, yeah. I have gone down to the school and spoken with the vice principal. And, and long story short, I, I get it from him. He, his hands are basically tied. And they won't even say anything to this volunteer. And I said, the next time she does anything, I'm going to the district with this. And when I said that, his whole tone changed. And uh, I'm just hoping now that he keeps an eye on this lady. But, uh, yeah, keep your kids out of public school, right? I, uh, yeah, it's it's fucking nuts. <laughs> All right. Speaking okay. of nuts, uh, thank you, Phil, for calling. Uh, looking forward to having yeah, you on the show soon uh, again. Uh, 302, what the fuck, Portland Instagram account. And I will be showing clips from this, I think, weekly. This is uh, just – this This poor town is completely lost. Here we go. Listen again, to this, guy. Johans Belt, he was accused of – menacing, uh, destroying property at a plaid pantry and threatening employees there two weeks ago. So he went to jail, bond set at $250, paid 10% of that, just $25, then got out. We have some video of him from an employee at one of the stores uh, where he uh, where he was arrested for um, threatening employees. Portland police say that this was on Monday after they say he went to the Department of Human Services, that building downtown, and threatened to shoot employees there. Then we're told by police he actually assaulted the security guard in that building before he went over to this toy store on 2nd Street in downtown and threatened an employee there and then stole some stuff. We talked to the employee. Listen to what she told us. He came in and was speaking in a way that didn't make a lot of sense. Um, he did threaten to kill us. Uh, he said that he kills people. He comes over. All right, Dan, Jenny, Johans Belt, he was accused of oh, menacing. This guy got out on $25 bail. You only have to pay 10% of your bail? What kind of fucking idiocy? Well, you don't have to pay any in Chicago starting Jan 1. Oh my, God. my son, my son was also called a racist by a teacher. I would, I, can you imagine your teacher calling you a racist? First of all, if the kid in the classroom did say something that came out of his, his mouth, that was the most racist thing ever. You, you don't call the kid the racist. Do you know why you don't call the kid the racist? Because then you turn him into a racist. So someone, someone told me they saw me pick my nose and flick a booger. Uh, 126.02. I picked a booger and flick. A, I don't know if I picked it. It was on the rim don't call don't do that to kids you, you wouldn't call a kid stupid explain to them pull them aside if you have something to say to them and just explain to them so stay away from portland dude uh sunil uh way more than stay away fence it off and, and put a padlock on it she says he makes jokes to the gay children so he's racist I don't, I'd have to hear what he said to to. I'd have to hear what he said to know if it's a joke or not. I'm I'm sort of the judge. You're the, you're the factor, yeah. Yeah, I'm the fact checker on what's a joke. Okay, uh, Russian TV three hundred one. I don't know what this one is. Uh, what? Uh, wit white straight man was left in jail for drug at. Oh, I think we've, we've exhausted this. What is this, the Brittany yeah. Griner? Yeah, we talked okay. about this one. I'm done with Brittany. Although I did hear her being interviewed the other day, and she has the deepest voice of any female woman I've ever heard. 
she, her voice is deeper than my voice. Uh, not that I have yeah. a deep voice. Her voice is deeper than Jeremy's voice. Testosterone 1000. Okay. Uh, I want to read you this. Oh, did I read the gate? Did I read the Gatorade thing? The girl who's a rower? I think I did read this. Yeah, I think I'll, you did. I'll just sum it up really quick. A, a girl who goes to call this girl who's a, a, a collegiate rower was telling me that um, they're not allowed to have water in their refrigerators there uh, because the refrigerator is sponsored by Gatorade and they're only allowed to have Gatorade. But you would have to drink four bottles of Gatorade to get hydrated. Uh, t- uh, 2.99 soccer. God, so we talked believe- about this one too. Oh, we have okay. How about uh, how about two ninety eight woke insanity? I clicked on that one as well. Oh, okay, we've seen that. Okay, uh, Twitter bans. Uh, we did that one forty. Wow. Oh, maybe we should go to the top. What's this one? Boobs. What's this one? This one looks fun. Two ninety five yeah. boobs. Oh shit, we've done that one too. Yeah, I know yeah. my notes are so outdated. I apologize. You got to update the Word doc. Is it in a Word doc? Uh, Microsoft um, docs. Um. Okay. Two ninety four. I'm going past that. Joe Bruno. Uh. In, uh. We did that. That's the guy. Uh. Who was passing out dildos and butt plugs at a call a school in um. Chicago. Uh, we talked about Alexander. Uh, oh, we'll just say AOC was uh, the ethics committees looking into her. Uh, okay, we talked about that. Two ninety one. Oh, what's this? Oh, yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Holy shit, this is the worst my notes have ever been. What about two seventy four or two seventy three? Okay, hold on. I'm I'm erasing all of these. This is all my Liver King stuff. Okay, we talked about rappers being articulate. Oh, we talked about breasts being removed. A lot of people came back at me with that breast being removed thing. I was saying that that's fucked up to remove breasts on women so so that they would avoid cancer. And I got a bunch of people saying, hey, there's actually some validity to that. It is interesting. I wonder, I have to look through the procedure to see like what what part of it they're removing. I wonder if it's just like the tissue within the breast or if it's like, mistectomy yeah good 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 question i'd have to see a set to tell you uh what about what what about 286 nobody in san francisco cares i think we've talked about it but okay fuck it let's skip that one too. yeah this was the baby the fentanyl baby shit okay what number do you say to go to i'm gonna listen to you it's 276 supplements um, <clears throat> oh yeah i don't think we've played this one think we have yeah okay fuck okay how about uh oh yeah we did high rocks affiliate uh i think past or like above 272 is where we're back to Uh, what what about this one with pat sherwood 274 which is the uh, bigger fit fitness win hitting 505 deadlift what about that one we can pull it up Okay, let me see this. What what is this? Let's see. Let's see what this is. Pat Sherwood used to be a coworker it's of mine. Really cool. 
if you get the beast in your gym who already has a 475 pound deadlift and now it's 505 fantastic that's great <laughs> they already had a big deadlift who cares you get some you know and we had this happen in the program at the old CrossFit office in, in Scotts Valley, you know, a, a senior citizen who they were contemplating selling their house because it had stairs, couldn't use the stairs. And now they don't have to sell their home, like literal stories like that, or I haven't picked up my grandkid in years. Now I can pick up my grandkid so much cooler and more. Oh, rewarding. Okay. You know? Yeah. So basically what Pat Sherwood's saying is we had a program downstairs at HQ where we only work with old people and fat people. And there was a lady there who was going to sell her house because she couldn't traverse the stairs and they fixed her there. And that story comes from a trainer named Jenny Lau, an amazing trainer who was also fired from CrossFit before Greg sold the company, which was a fucking shame that she was sued. Uh, sued, uh, fired. She was amazing. She has so many hundred pound weight loss stories. Two seventy three CO two. Ironically, that gym's not there anymore. I would love to see Velner's speedo pick. I would love to probably pull that up cool. next. Okay, uh, two seventy three CO two. I think what this article is saying, this Twitter is saying that there's fourteen percent more vegetation. Rejoice, the earth is becoming greener. Awesome. I love that. I love a greener earth. The amount of vegetation growth on the earth increased every year between 1982 and 2009. That comes to a total increase of 14%. Enough to form a green landmass twice the size of the United States. Really? How? 70% of this increase is attributed to the extra CO2 in the atmosphere. Greening affects all ecosystems, but shows up most strongly in arid regions. That's because high temperatures in the high CO2 concentrations cause plants to retain more water during transpiration. That implies that during periods of low rainfall, Ecosystems and farms will be less water stressed at the end of the century than they are today. Okay, cool. That's just another take. Just another take. Love me some CO2. Oh, uh, no, I don't like that. <laughs> no, I don't like that. Why not? Um, uh, if he was wearing a real speedo, I, that would be cool. But he's not. He he hiked his shorts up, and I'm not. well. Other people aren't really wearing speedos, and they're just hiking their shorts up. I agree. It looks I, about the same. I agree. I agree. I think he looks great. Well, that's good. That's this. That's why this show is so good. It's well rounded, and it's um, it's well rounded in its perspective. <laughs> It is we, very well rounded. We like, uh, I, I like the authenticity that comes with the banana hammock. Uh, okay. Uh, finally, uh, 268. Comp Porter has his own speedo line now. Is that true? That would be awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. No. Okay. Uh, maybe next show. Let's save that. Uh, 268. Here we go. Farewell message from Dr. Fauci. 
the infamous Dr. Fauci gave his final message to the American public this week. And in that message was suspiciously missing any information on the importance of living an overall healthy lifestyle. Not one word on the importance of daily exercise, nutrition, sleep, hydration, emotional connections with other people, physical touch, vitamin D, nothing on a healthy lifestyle. Instead, it was very singularly focused on one thing. And while it was not surprising, it was very disappointing because like it or not, he is one of the leading voices on health and wellness information in this country. It's like almost as if he doesn't believe that your health belongs to you. Almost like he believes your health belongs to Pfizer and Moderna and the CDC and NIH. But that is not true. Your health is yours and yours alone. And it's yours to own and take care of. So go out there and crush it. Be that was a great message, right? Pretty good. I like that. Nice voice. How about uh, 264? Oh, no. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not interested in that story either. That story is old. Okay, fine. Fine. 264. 264. I mean, I picked it for a reason. Y'all. A transgender went on CNN and said he is really offended that the Colorado shooter is playing the role of transgender, and he can tell by the mugshot he is a male and not non-binary. I repeat, a man dressed as a woman is upset someone is pretending to be what he is. The irony. Oh, oh, here, shit, we even got the clip. Let's do it. I... I think that's um, complete ludicrous. <laughs> um, I believe they're just saying that because they want to have um, the easy way out on this. Um, that's really, really um, offending, especially being a transgender woman myself, that a male, which it was obvious with the mugshot, that's a man. That's not a non-binary person because in no way, shape, or form could they appear as a woman the next day. Um, it's really offensive to even hear that, that they're playing that role. Um, and if they're non-binary, why would you go after the club where you feel safe? Attorneys are saying, do you have any... There's no tar way. Tar tarred if, logic. If, if that person woke up the next day and like had undone all their makeup, they would also look like, dude, you got to be kidding me. Hey, what I, I with that same logic, with that same logic, um, you know, the original Elmo, I think, was busted for like pedophilia a few years ago. The guy who played Elmo. Oh, OK. And so they changed the guy, obviously. Well, I shouldn't say obviously they changed the guy who does Elmo. D does that mean it's not the real Elmo anymore because it's not the pedophile Elmo? Mm. If you can just change know. it like that, like. I think it's perfect, perfectly a, a perfect uh, metaphor for it. Perfect simile, simile, like or as. How do they let these people? How do they let these people on the air? Yeah, how does CNN find this person? The point, if anyone know, if the point, if anyone can't follow it, is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he decided yesterday, today. It doesn't matter if he really thinks he's non-binary. Doesn't matter if he he's just doing it to get off. It doesn't matter. That's the point that this person's missing. It doesn't matter. They've already established that fact that nothing matters. It doesn't matter. Now, now, listen, clearly this person's mentally ill because they killed someone. 
It does. It, they can they can say whatever they want. They've already fucking committed the 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 most heinous crime you can do as a human: take the life of other humans. Something's wrong with them. I think that qualifies you to be transgender at any time you want. Be transgender tomorrow when I wake up if I want. Yeah, and even if you're making it up, what if he just wants to try it out? What if he just wants to do it so he doesn't have to do as much crime? What's wrong with that? What if I just want to dabble in it? Yeah, we've already established the rules that it doesn't matter. Hi, Sevon. Hi, Caleb. Hi, Jethro. What's up, dude? Hey, Jethro. Weird time. We're in the middle of the show. Just drop a hi. A little late. It's cool. I let I let uh I let shitloads of homeless people stay in my backyard throughout college. Shitloads. Shit. That was two sixty four. Yeah. The rule I, I titled it. Uh, I like what I titled it. I titled it "The Rules of Pretend Life." There are no rules. That's the best oh, part. Did we do this one about how women need more calories during their period by Rubio Fuerte? Is it two sixty three? Uh, yes. No, I don't think so. This one's good for our three female listeners. This is pretty cool. <laughs> don't count on your period. During your period, the basal metabolic rate increases by approximately 10%. Therefore, a woman usually averaging 2,000 calories per day now needs an extra 200 calories. So please don't be too hard on yourself for having a piece of cake. Please support your cycle instead of fighting it and adapt your energy intake according to its phases. From my perspective, a period should be a valid reason to stay at home, focus on rest, and come back with full force afterward. Let me know your thoughts below. Calories don't... Stuff your face during your period. No, Stein. No, but, sorry, Sunil. He, but uh, do calories not count for dudes? He no, he no What if you could eat a... What if every load you fired um, it was like a, a hamburger's worth of energy? <laughs> dude the other day i had five burgers like between the sun fan of like lunch and dinner there was, like, with, no bu- with buns and the whole shebang absolutely dude that's starving you're a big man Catch where it. were the burgers from were they from your chow hall or where did you go like to shake shack and uh yeah yeah yeah. i went to shake shack they're halal by the way so he's <laughs> uh Sevan, I went to your Sky Daddy body paint chick. I think that could add value to this show. I went, I want you, I want you, I went to, I went, I went you, I went, so I went you. Oh, you. oh, you know, I, I, um, I don't think I could watch that whole thing because my kids were nearby. That was the chick with like just her titties painted. My kids are starting to say some crazy shit and I know that they're learning it from me. I'm starting to feel like I need to chill. Uh, 262 Mickey Mouse and Sunil, thanks for all the loot this morning. You know, I might, I might. Got a lot of questions to ask. Mickey Mouse 262. I don't know if you guys have ever had a Mickey Mouse cup. You have a cup that has stuff written on the inside. A Mickey Mouse cup specifically has Mickey written on the inside and when you're drinking liquid, you can see the reflection on the surface of the liquid, and the reflection actually says wicked. You think that was premeditated? Yes. You think that's why Walt 
named his infamous character Mickey. Yes. Did it catch you off guard? No, I I had always known in my gully that Mickey was wicked, just filthy. You can actually see Mickey in a factory in one of his episodes where he's making Swiss cheese. And basically what he's doing is there's a conveyor belt and he's taking each one of these blocks of cheese and he's putting it up to his area one and a hole through the cheese with it. So he's actually going like this to the cheese. And he's making the Swiss. Yeah, he's making holes in the cheese with his <laughs> with his mouse. I don't know if you guys have ever had that, a. Mickey- I, I I approve of that cartoon. I think that's funny, a funny bit. But I don't know. If, I, maybe maybe it shouldn't have been Mickey Mouse. Mickey's a snitch, and snitches get stitches. Oh, that's amazing. For the longest, I never understood the D of the Disney logo. My child brain could not process it. Couldn't either. I don't I understand. What like, What do you Disney. mean? Disney. Oh, oh. Disney. Disney. Like oh, shit. Oh, Camel. Camel Burger. That's a, look that up. We looked that up in the Urban Dictionary. I want to oh, see, see if that hasn't, if that hasn't been used to denote something, then, uh, we need to. We can come up with something right now. Oh Cam- my God! Is it? Is it in there? Yes. Camel Burger. I knew it. That's too good to go unused. Brace yourself. Camel Burger is an Arabian three-way consisting of two females and one male. Wow. Why is it Arabian? Now let, let me ask you something because they they ride uh, camels. Do you think that's racist? Like. Camel burger. Basically, they're saying it's it's because those guys ride camels over there. A camel burger is a, a threesome in uh, in the desert. What? Look up rice rocket. Is look up rice rocket. That's what they used to call like the the Kawasaki's and the you know all, all the all the motorcycles that were make, coming out of Japan. Is that racist? Because you're mm. somehow it's connected to what Japanese people eat. Because Japanese people make rice and they're pro rice. And yeah. I'm trying to figure out any member of the front drive, inexpensive, usually four cylinder power class of automobiles that has had extensive appearance and stereo modifications in order to look fast. But in reality is not fast. A rice rocket is usually characterized by a high sticker to horsepower ratio. Oh, is are there any other definitions? They don't even tell you the origin. Oh, here we go. Uh, Oh, it's, it's derogatory. According to somebody How? who wrote this definition, yeah. derogatory term once used by domestic motorcycle enthusiasts to deride the new Japanese motorcycles that were coming to market. I don't remember it being derogatory at all. Did you see Stanford's list of words that should no longer be used? Fuck those guys are idiots over there. Fuck like those guys are idiots. Something for another show. It's yeah, like I think. Things. Yeah, I agree. A uh, rice rocket. Yeah, I think maybe a rice burner was the cars. Like if you had like a tricked out Datsun or something and a rice rocket was the motorcycle. Interesting. Everything is derogatory. Hi, Trish. Trish, you really pissed me off. Uh, last night, it's nine o'clock at night and I'm just kicking it with my feet up at my mom's house. I'm on the couch. I'm with my nephew, 18 year old nephews, dope as shit. My sister looking so, my whole family looks fucking amazing. I'm like, my sister brings up, so what's the deal with Trish? I'm like, fuck. She's, Trish has <laughs> penetrated penetrated the <laughs> has penetrated the inner circle 
Even my liberal mother-in-law thinks everything is racist. Hmm. I'm not looking up Charizarding, Jeremy. What? What's the word? Char- Charizarding. It's a, um, no. I'm not no one. If anyone in the in the audience suggested, don't look it up. Absolutely. That means we're in trouble. That means we're going to get banned. Uh, uh, yeah. No. Nope. Uh, Two fifty-one. Let's be like. Uh, Chinese Klaus Schwab, China Klaus Schwab. Let's see what this is. Yeah, yeah, I remember that too. When Dotson went Nissan, yeah, that was crazy, right? Okay, here we go. Look at this. Oh, yeah, we've already shown this. Oh, yeah. So Klaus Schwab is telling this. Uh, we don't need to watch again. Klaus Schwab is telling this Chinese reporter on Chinese television, fucking how great their government is, and he loves the experiment that they're running and that they're doing a great job. Good for him. Uh, 239. It's not the vaccine. Oh, this should be fun. Maybe, Philip, you should send this to your friends in um, Portlandia, wherever they are. It is not the vaccine. Mother's vaccination status excluded. Oh, so, so, so what's going on here is people are dying. And they're not asking their vaccination status. So before, if you died with COVID, it was a COVID death. Now, Mm -hmm. all these fucking people are dying and you can't see in the fucking articles whether or not they had the vaccine or not. So it says sudden death and you type in, let's say the guy's name is Joel Schumacher and it says he died suddenly. So you type in Joel Schumacher vaccine and you can't find anything where they're talking about it. Just last year, you needed to be vaccinated. Well, even here in my town in Santa Cruz, if you want to go see a play on campus, you have to show you're vaccinated. Is that crazy? But yet the news is not reporting on whether people are vaccinated or not who died suddenly. Hey, Sevon, if you want in on a dad's group, just say the word. I'm sure Wes would love to have you. No, thank you. I appreciate it. I I do appreciate it. I, I, I hope you're kind of joking. Those guys don't hate me, then I'm not doing my job. Uh, what about all those Com Porter notes you had? I kind of went over them. <clears throat> Did you watch that uh, podcast? I kind with Con Porter. Yeah, and Kate Gordon. Did you listen to it? Oh, uh, I don't think so. No. Oh, sorry. I have the. Where are those notes? I think I erased them after I went over that show. Am I looking at my li- wrong live calling notes? No. I should take my kids roller skating today. That'd be cool. I would try that, but uh, all we have are rocks. Gravel everywhere. When's the last time you roller skated? It's been like probably almost a decade. Uh, Yes, I do want to be in your mama's group. Yeah, it had probably been um, 35 or 40 years for me. I... But I, but I really enjoyed it. Hi, I'm live on the podcast. Can I call you back? Yeah, sorry. Oh, no problem. I mean, I answered it just to be f- funny. If I answer the phone when I'm live on the podcast, I could hang up on you. You don't have to say sorry. I'm like, I'm like proud. That was Kevin Johnson. That was my homeboy, Kevin Johnson. What a nice guy. Yeah, Kevin's cool as shit. 
My kids went over to Kevin's probably 70 years old. And I went over to his house the other day and he did a workout with my kids. He's super crazy fit. 70 year old dude could do as many legless rope climbs as you want. Nuts. Absolutely nuts. Is that the one that taught your kids about the tire flips and stuff? Yeah. And so he made nice. tires. He made my, he texted me recently. He said he made all my kids their own tires with ropes on them that we can bring home. So all, each of my kids gets their own tire pull. No shit. That's awesome. Sevon, I saw a new commercial for a new show where they parent swap. I thought Sevon would destroy it if he was on the show. He'd create chaos. That's that's definitely not a new show. But. And listen, listen to me. I would de- I would just drill the new the wife. I would just take the wife into the bedroom and just drill her into oblivion. <laughs> and all the kids would call Sevon daddy. Yes. Leave me with your fucking wife, you fucking idiots. <laughs> uh, with the Coolidge effect. We've talked about that on the show several mm-hmm. times. You can't put me faking that I have a new wife. Okay, I think that's good. Do you want to do? We could do. Um, oh, how about twenty? Twenty. We live with idiots. I like that. Twenty. We we live with idiots. Don't forget to check out Nate Edwardson's golf channel. He's absolutely murdering it. what's so cool about him killing it is that here we go don't do it don't do it don't do it don't do it body paint you don't have to do it god damn it don't do it don't do it don't do it don't do it body paint you don't have to do it god damn it how crazy is it that you can't dress up as kanye if you're a white guy for fucking halloween and paint yourself black because there's some rule against that uh no there is something cool about nate edwardson listen yeah you dress up as kanye and you get and you get the the black paint and a swastika kit (laughs) um there is something cool about it because basically his – regardless of all the fun we poke at him, his show – dude, I don't know if we have time to go into this. I don't want to pull up all the accounts. If you go to all the YouTube accounts that are in CrossFit, go in the ecosystem. Look at, Let's start looking up your favorite CrossFitters. Dude, people's YouTube's accounts are hurting right now. Go to the other podcasts in the space. It is so bad. We've done that, right, Caleb? After a yeah, show, we, we've trolled around a little like bit. Half an hour just – Dude, it is a fucking train wreck everywhere. I mean, you've heard me make the CrossFit Games podcast doesn't even have a fucking profile pic. Look, everyone who watches this show has a fucking profile pic. I really want you to think about – I don't want to get digress. But anyway, so we went around – yesterday we were looking around the ecosystem, and I think Hiller was with us too, and we were just staying in the back end here just all talking for like 30 minutes. And it's a fucking complete disaster. But that guy, Nate Edwardson, has just keep chugging along as much as fucking Hiller and I have poked at him, and and, it, and it, he continues to get good numbers. And as much as people say it's clickbait, he get, keeps getting good numbers. He's consistent. He works hard. He's got the good thumbnails. I mean d- – you won't hear me or Hiller say that guy's not putting in the work. Like we know he's putting in the work and he fucking pivoted to fucking golf and he's murdering it. So let's say I was going to think of, say something really crass. Let's say you really figured out a way on how to pick apples and you're really, really fucking good at it. And you work your ass off picking apples and selling them on the street every day, but you're only making $15 a day. 
And so you're like, hmm, I wonder if I picked oranges and sold them after honing your skills of selling and setting up your stand and picking apples and you're a master at it. And so you pivot over to fucking oranges. But for some reason, oranges just sell better. But you used all those fucking skills and habit and discipline you got with apples. And now he's doing it with oranges and murdering it. You're going to fucking lose him. He may not come back to CrossFit. And so that's what I mean. Like, fuck. The homeboy cracked the code. He's killing it. Look at Pretty it. cool. Yeah. Can you bring it up? Look, type in Nate Edwardson uh, YouTube golf or Nate Edwardson golf. I think it's called Nate Edwardson golf. And what's crazy is he didn't even promote. I didn't never even saw him promoting it. I did like dig around. Um, let's see. Yeah. So this is uh, Nate Edwardson golf. And then, and then go to videos, just click on all of them. Look, 15 hours ago and it has 10,000 views. 2,000 views, 26,000 views, 76, 3,000 views, uh, 23,000, 55, 39, 22. I think his first video he ever made has 90, 86, 38, 10, 16. And for those of you who don't know, in this space, oh, 50,000, 92, 83, 77, 56. That, that's a, uh, a quick, significant metric. That's valuable to all of us. More views you have, more you get in the algorithm, the more it breathes on itself, the more money you get from YouTube. So anyway, I'm happy. I'm happy for him. I want to, I I need to learn. I'm going to watch a couple of those golf videos and and learn, learn from him. How does he pick um, uh, oranges? Okay. Number 17. You have time, Caleb. You good? Yeah, I got time. Uh, oblige other people's delusions. Oh, this one scares me a little bit. Oh, here we go. So do you know what it means to oblige other people's delusions? It's, it's, um, I'll, I'll use the most severe example I can. When Joe Rogan apologized for that, uh, a compilation of racial slurs that, and he apologized, what he was doing is he was telling people they were right, but that, but, 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 they were delusional. He didn't do he didn't do anything wrong objectively. He did something wrong that uh, he, he basically validated what people should be offended by. He could have taken the time to even to maybe explain it to him. But maybe he thought he was going to get completely canceled if he did that. Who knows? But he could have explained it to him like, hey, I didn't mean anything by any of that. Like, what are you talking about? You're making that shit up. You're taking all of that out of context, all out of uh, relativity. But he apologized, and so now we're all back to, like, make sure you be offended by those words, and you're obliging other people's, you're adding to other people's delusions. Okay, here we go. Action. Because women are coming, or people with uteruses, I should say, are coming here. How do you know, how do you know how, well, first of all, how do you know how, how do you know how I identify? How do you know how I identify? Have you asked my, my pronouns? I haven't, actually, sorry. Okay. So you assume I don't have a uterus? Well, I'm saying people with uteruses. What about me looks like I don't have a uterus? I'm just saying, if you, do you have one? Do you see how your leftist, unbelieving worldview has just collapsed? Oh, how? Yeah, how? Cause, Explain how. Because your challenge is if people don't have uteruses, they shouldn't have anything to say. No, I'm saying that they let her do what she wants. Do you think I have a uterus? You could. You could be trans. I don't know. <laughs> this is what happens with unbelieving thoughts. 
is that you get into such a mixed up position that you can't even tell the difference between a boy and a girl. Uh, no, it's just that if you were trans, then I would accept you for that. Okay. If a person does not have a uterus and yet pretends to have one, you would respect that? Yes. Okay. Because women... <laughs> Sometimes I watch these and I get very confused myself. I just don't even know which way's up anymore. What's weird is you're arguing with something that looks like a human being, but it's dumb like a, uh, it's dumb like a, 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 a drug addict on the street. It's like trying, you know, like if someone's just talking to themselves on the street, just wackadoodle out loud and, and they're high on heroin and fentanyl and Oxycontin, you, you avoid them. But this lady kind of looks normal. And so you think you're going to engage in conversation with them, but they have the they have a mush brain. Yeah, respect the imagination. At least then, it, uh, yeah, and, and I like that. At least if they were just to be like, hey, it's just my imagination. Yeah, if your kid's got an imaginary friend, just let them have an imaginary friend. Yeah. I guess. Okay. Sorry about Alex Stein. It happens. This gym wants people who want to get themselves better. This is CrossFit. Now look at this gym. Oh, okay. Let's do that. 28. This is nice. I like this. So the top, the top, the top Instagram account I'm claiming, I hope I'm right, is a gym that wants to help people. Oh shit! I I gotta have Suzanne to talk about this other idea. I have a uh, ways to beat the coronavirus. Run one mile a day. Back squat your own body weight. If you can't do one and two, walk in and join. Blue cord CrossFit. We had the owner of that gym on the show. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So the, the, this gym, this gym is saying, "Hey, come in." This gym is basically saying what that other lady was saying. Someone said that was Benny Johnson's wife, the king of clickbait. By the way, if you want to talk about clickbait, and this this gym, Blue Cord CrossFit, is saying, "Hey, we can help you get control of your own health and wellness." Yeah, that is fucking awesome, right? You have coronavirus. Yeah, run a mile, back squat, squat your own body weight. If you can't do this, come on in. We'll hook you up. We'll help you do it. Okay, now let's look at this other gym. God, I hope this isn't a CrossFit gym I'm taking a shot at. No. Oh, Foundation Gym. Look, look what I wrote in there. Uh, I wonder if they let Jews, melanated people, and other people who like to touch same-sex genitalia asking for a friend. Nazi fit. This, this gym is worried about respect, inclusion, and community. <laughs> Look it. That's what they're worried about. Now click to the next one. I think I've beat up on this gym before. We love visitors, but no walk-ins, please. How woke is that? That's the thing. That, that There's the opposites. Like, you're a man, but you're a woman. We love visitors, but there's no walk-ins, please. Everyone's welcome. Well, unless uh, you don't have email with proof of your uh, COVID vaccination. It's ridiculous. Dude, I'm okay if you want to run a gym that requires that. Just say that. You don't love visitors, though. You don't get to have that. 
every time I've walked into a CrossFit gym, even if they're in like mid class, somebody will come and talk to me and be like, Hey, what's up? Are you looking to join or you want to drop in or whatever? Like somebody's engaging with me every time. Uh, an affiliate called me the other day, uh, w- w- which kind of freaked me out. And they told me that their members care more about their gym than their staff. And I totally fucking know that phenomenon. Hey, when you work out an affiliate, if someone walks, uh, if someone walks in, do, um, do any of the clients ever say hi to you too? Yeah. Usually there's like one or two people that'll like, if they're in the middle of a class, they'll say hello or. Yeah. Those are the people that care. Yeah. Right. And and it's usually the ones who have been there the longest and they realize like, that's what gives people to stay. How like that initial contact. How I'm getting ready to make this another affiliate commercial, and it it goes along the lines of, "Hey, um, if you're if you're a member to an affiliate, don't worry. I've spoken to all the affiliate owners out there in the world, and every single affiliate in the world is now um, will give one month free to anyone who comes in with type two diabetes. <laughs> like, if you know someone with type two diabetes, go to your affiliate owner and be like, "Hey, I want to bring someone in with type two diabetes." Can they get a month free membership? Just ask your fucking affiliate owner that. Just do it. I'm gonna make a commercial where I say that. And then and then and then and then you have to go find someone who needs to come in. And you can be like, when you go in, you can be like, uh, sorry, this person doesn't have type 2 diabetes yet, but they're hundred pounds overweight and they have a heart condition. Good. They're really we, close. Yeah, really close. Can you make an exception? How are you not dragging people into your affiliate? Who are unhealthy. Don't be embarrassed. It's uncomfortable, but just do it. You don't even have to know the person. You're riding the subway to work. and There's a guy next to you who just looks like shit. You're like, I bet you this guy's on fucking diabetic. Just be like, hey, dude, you want to come to the gym with me? Get your free one month membership. I don't even belong there. I just know that this gym's made for you. I would pay someone's way. God, Trish, I love you. You're you're the best uh, person in the uh, chat. I pay someone's way for a month, but the affiliate w- has to actually do CrossFit. Yeah, I'm not even asking you to pay it. I'm just saying I I can't see an affiliate owner not not allowing someone to come in who has type two diabetes. Unless, well, I guess there is one. We just saw that. That fi- I don't know if that Fitness Mountain Fun place is a CrossFit affiliate, but no. Well, I got fired from CrossFit too. I work out with my pets. You worked at CrossFit? All right. Hmm. Yeah, that I did that question, right? Yeah. Let's see what's going on here. Uh, I wonder if she was like a, like a regional rep or something. Uh oh, for CrossFit gym. Never mind. Oh wow! Someone just sent me a text about broadcasting one of their events. That's kind of cool. Oh, which one? I can just I fall into my phone phone so easy. I forgot we were doing a podcast. Oh yeah, we're still live. Uh, she was a coach, I believe. Oh. Yeah, she was a coach oh. at her at her across the Oh, right. Fair. 
Okay, guys, thank you. The takeaway from today is is that uh, we can do a show um, by ourselves if the guest doesn't show up and not be nervous. Um, be careful with your money situation in the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. And um, Nate Edwardson's fucking killing it. Golf is where it's at, apparently. Thank you, Miss Jessica. Thank you, Mr. Allen. Dropped on one knee. Look, he looks like he's in trouble in his profile pic. Look, you motherfucker, you asked me one year too late. <laughs> she doesn't piss. She's like, that fucking ring, that's a, you call that a ring? That looks like a bottle cap. Not even gonna fit my finger. <laughs> Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. Uh, Mark Moss. If I put frequently live chat with Sevon on my resume, would I be a shoe in for a job? At, dude, for sure. <laughs> Especially in the marketing department. I've determined, I've determined that I think the training department, I was uh, talking with someone yesterday. I think that, I'm not sure what's going on in the training department, but I think it's doing an amazing job. And the other three departments are in, in dire, 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 dire straits. The department has got some serious issues, which I, uh, have not reported to you guys yet, but uh, it is coming. Uh, the media team is a, I've talked ad nauseum about it. And uh, the games we shall, we shall see. Um, but their, their media and their promoting of the open, this whole thing of just showing old content is getting weird. Okay. How do you think CrossFit's doing, Caleb? You think overall, it's it's good, and and that's another thing. I kind of when I see all the other YouTube stations, their numbers just plummeting. These people with like fifty five thousand fucking subscribers can't get a hundred people to watch a video. Thirty thousand subscribers been in the space for fifteen years can't get five hundred people to watch a video. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Kind of, they've got to change what they're posting or something. I don't know. Someone asked me the other day what advice I, I have for them for podcast. What advice would you give someone? Like I know, dude. You know what I'm doing half the time anyway. Just say show up every day and talk about something. But but there's people who've been doing that now for like years and their shit like not getting any better. Yeah, I don't I need to be careful because I don't want to say anything mean. But I don't really know what the I didn't know what I don't know what advice to give someone. My thing is is like keep making yourself uncomfortable, have guests, try to go live. Come up with better questions. So weird. I'm tired of recycled content. I know it's 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 a dis- complete disaster. Well, what it also does is it, it screams um sinking ship. Definitely. Oh, do a podcast only about CrossFitters and their periods. I think that's what Kate Ooh. Gordon's is. I was say, it's, it's probably what that is, yeah. I know, but I think it has to be more that person. So I asked the person, I said, why do you think that my podcast is doing so well? And they said, well, because you're free. But I don't know. I asked Susa why he thought it was doing so well. And he says, because I've, I've had so many life experiences. Um. I've been gone for almost two months. Honeymoon and World Cup. What did I miss? Oh, we'll be sending you an invoice. Man, he's so good at uh-huh. giving money. Uh, don't go woke. Tell Alex he owes us. Yeah, he'll come on. 
All right, guys. Um, be smart. Be brave. Uh, don't eat processed foods. And uh, have fun.